welcome to wanaka nandri for having me well adil i think you're 100% recovered with your acl injury kind of yeah hanged off also. yeah okay so i think this happened 3 years ago for you yeah almost yeah almost 3 years ago yeah what was the cause of your injury how did you get injured so i was playing football one day and uh, i jumped trying to like defend a ball and i landed just on my left knee i mean left leg and my left leg was completely straight when i landed my knee went out of place and i tore my acl and it was really painful i was just like on the floor and my face was like on the grass and just screaming and i knew that this was like not like any other injury i've had before this is something serious because you know right away because of the pain this acl is just more or less like what the footballers get on a regular basis right oh uh, yeah so people who play sports especially like football or basketball they get this injury a lot and i think it's more common in women as well so it's it can happen not just while playing football if there's any sport that you're doing that requires a lot of like sudden change of movement and speed you can tear your acl if you haven't like prepared yourself to have strong legs and uh, like the acl itself is like a ligament in your knee that connects like your uh, tibia bone to your thighs so it's like the main ligament so once it's once it tears you don't have any step stability in your leg okay and how long is the recovery process so if you're like a professional football player and you do your physiotherapy strict and uh, you do everything that you told you can be okay by 6 months but to be safe it's always 9 months my doctor he said you have to wait until it's 9 months to start playing again or doing anything again at least 9 months but it doesn't mean 9 months you're fine you have to do the physiotherapy and everything that the doctors and the physiotherapists say to be ready in 9 months and the surgery yeah and the surgery that's the main part yeah Okay and how was your recovery process how was your journey in these 9 months uh so once i got like uh, once i got the injury like to find out you have an acl tear you have to do an mri you can't find out in the next day or any of that you have to do an mri and it will be clearly shown if it's torn so there's like different kind of like tears if it's not completely torn you can heal yourself by doing physiotherapy but if it's completely torn or like in the grade 4 or grade 3 one of them you have to do the surgery and the surgery is basically like uh, they take this string kind of thing from your hamstring and use that it's like a graft from your hamstring and use that to make a new ligament in your knee and they screw it so that's the whole surgery process they make a hole on your knee they take out the graft and they fold it i guess three or four times and they make another hole in insert the graft and screw it and the surgery is done what like if you got injured today is it done in the same night as an emergency one or you or you go for scans and you see what level of this injury is so for like when you get injured like right when you tear your acl it's like extremely painful and it's like you can't move but honestly after like 5 to 10 minutes the pain just decreases a lot and you can start walking but limping so it's not like an emergency case where you have to right away get the surgery you can still like walk the thing is you the next day your knee will be swollen so it'll be really painful but you can still like limp and walk and or use crutches so it's not an emergency surgery where right away you have to get the surgery so there is a few things that you have to do before the surgery which is like i think it's called prehab which is before the surgery you do a bit of physiotherapy to get your knee a bit strong or legs a bit strong and 
there's blood blood tests and all of that so it takes a while but you can do it right away if you want so were you in some anesthesia or uh, could you see the process could you hear it could you feel it anything so uh, what they do is they don't give you general anesthesia which is where you're completely unconscious they give you an option if you want to do that or there's an anesthesia called spinal anesthesia which is they they put the injection on your spine and after that you can't feel anything from the waist below yeah so what they do first is it's really painful the the syringe and there's two there's one which is like super thick that i guess goes to the bone which is super painful so what they do is first they have another syringe to numb the back and then they put the huge syringe and then once they put it such a cool feeling because you instantly it's like there's heat going from your waist all the way to the tip of your tip of your toe so it's like slowly just going down and you can feel it you can just feel it become like warm and after that you cannot feel anything which is such a weird feeling because i kept like touching my knee i kept touching my legs and i couldn't feel anything but could you bend your legs bend your knees or something you have no control of your legs from that minute you cannot feel anything you don't have any control so someone can like literally take a knife and chop off your legs and you won't feel it and then they were going to give uh, me like a uh, anesthetic like the the doctor said it's not like it's not going to completely make me go unconscious it's just going to make me a little drowsy so it's like the mask thing he put it on but i couldn't breathe it was very uncomfortable for me so they gave me that but i couldn't breathe i started like sweating and it was very uncomfortable so they took it off and they asked me are you okay with just oxygen you'll be completely awake and i'm very excited to like i'm very curious to see all of these surgeries and uh, that kind of like fascinates me and especially since it's my own leg i really wanted to see it and at that time i was watching this tv show called good doctor which is like a show about like surgeries and blah 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 so i was very curious to see what what happens i was like yeah I, i'm completely okay staying awake so the whole time the whole surgery i'm completely awake and i can see and hear everything so what they do is they drill your knee to make the holes and you can feel the bed vibrate because your back i mean your upper body is still fine but you can't feel anything and the, the thinking like oh they drilling my knee i can't feel it that's like so fascinating and they put a camera inside your knee like through one of the holes and the doctor is like so the doc sorry they put a camera in your knee yeah so they make like one of the two holes they use it for inserting a camera so that monster camera or oh, super small because they have to see what they're doing inside yeah so well, that's true okay, i thought they learn all this no because every like body is different right that's true that's true. so there's a tv in front and the doctor is looking at the tv and doing thing and then he looks at me and he's like do you want to see because me and the doctor we were like we we got like we talked a lot i had so many questions before the surgery so he knows i'm very like fascinated by all of this so he looks at me and he's like other lie awake i'm like yeah do you want to see uh, the inside i'm like yeah sure I, definitely so he turns the what's funny is one of the nurses he turns the whole tv to my side and the doctor's like so is other doing the surgery or am i doing this <laughs> so he tells it back and then it's in a way that i can see it and the doctor can see it and he's like showing me the full inside of my knee and like he shows like where he's going to put the graft and all of that and i'm like it's so cool how did it look inside of me it's just red 
It's like just red, yeah, red, and, and like yeah, yeah. And then there's like the ligaments are a bit whitish, so it's like flesh. It's basically flesh. And then uh, there was one point where uh, so they cover the bottom part of your body because they don't want you to see directly. But there was one point where the curtain came off and I could see my knee, and it's just blood. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then I think the whole thing didn't take long, less than an hour, I guess. And uh, they told me they're gonna take me to another room. Everything was done. Everything went perfectly. It's like uh, you're gonna go to another room for the anesthetic to wear off, and then they'll take you back to the room. So they took me to another room. It's just me, and it's super cold. They gave me like a blanket, and I still can't feel anything. Like, I can't feel my lower body at all. So what I did was I just kept hitting my legs and playing with my balls. I can see that, yeah. You can say whatever you want to. I just, uh, yeah, so I just hit my legs and I started like touching my balls and like, I can't feel anything, like nothing. And that was like, that was so cool. Like my own body, I can see that I'm hitting it, but I can't feel it. And then the nurse comes in, she's like, yeah, it's going to take around eight hours for it to wear off. So we're going to take you back to the room. I go back to the room. I see like my leg is like completely like wrapped up. And all of this is like, I know it's a surgery and it was supposed to be like, but for me, it was all very fascinating seeing like all of this and the hospital was good. The doctors are amazing. So there was nothing to really worry about. And till now, there's no pain. The only pain that I felt was when they put the syringe on my spine. And before uh, the surgery, I kept asking the doctor questions and I did my own research. So I know when to expect pain and what kind of pain to expect. And... For me, if I know what I'm going to expect, it's still going to hurt, but it's not going to take me by surprise. Like, I know it's going to hurt and I know what I'm going to expect. So when the anesthetic wears off, it's when the pain starts coming slowly. But there was one thing which I didn't know about, which the doctor didn't tell me about, I didn't ask the doctor about, which was, I wanted to pee. I wanted to pee, but I cannot pee because I can't feel my lower body. So I can feel my bladder that is full, but it cannot go out. So you're like in bed, you can't move. So they give you like a small body to pee in, but it's just not coming out. And my bladder is full. So I was like, okay, this is because the anesthetic is there. But if it's full, it will come out automatically. You know, it's like you're peeing your pants or peeing on the bed. No, it doesn't come out like that. You have to, I don't know, I guess push. But it's like, it's completely full, but nothing's coming out. Because I don't have any control over my lower body. So what happened was, I was like, okay, I'm just going to wait for the anesthetic to completely wear off. And then probably I can pee, pee then. But it got to a point where it's too much, where I can't hold it any longer. And it's like my bladder is like completely full. So I had my phone next to me and I just like Googled what's going to happen like if I hold my B after the spinal anesthesia, is it okay? I didn't want to tell the doctors or the nurses because I know what they're going to do if they find out. What would they do? I'll, I'll tell you. So I googled it to first make sure it's, if it's fine to hold my P like that. But what they said was, especially after surgery, should never hold in your P because if you hold in your P and your bladder bursts by chance, you have to do another emergency surgery which will also be a problem for your knee because you have two things to recover from. So I was like, okay, it's time to tell the nurse and it's time to, well, see what the nurse is going to do. So I told the nurse 
she comes and she's like adil like try your best because if it doesn't come we have to do something else i tried my best it didn't come and guess what is the something else that the nurse was talking about which i knew she's going to do this i mean i've seen my grandfather he had to do this as well so basically what they do is they take a catheter which is like a tube and they put it inside your hole inside your penis and it's thinking about that scared me like i was super scared i was like i don't want tube insufficiency but it came to a point where i have no other option and at that moment i was like it's fine for now because i still have the anesthesia so i'm not going to feel them put it in two doctors and one who's a trainee the trainee walks in the doctor walks in and it's like three people in the room and i'm like butt naked with my penis outside and i didn't feel shy or cuz you know when is doctors you don't mind like being naked even if they're strangers i don't know about that <laughs> okay go on so then they first what they do is they just put a tube inside and it connects to your bladder and from then you don't have any control of the pee going out as well it just went out and so much pee went out that they had to like one of the bags got filled and they had to replace it like there was that much urine inside me so it was good in a way that i told them skip to the next day so the next day so the anesthesia's worn off that's when the pain starts and the pain is like like hammers getting hit on your knee that's how you feel like there's like people with hammers like hitting your knee constantly and it's like extreme pain but even if you move like 1 cm it hurts like twice so you can't move like every time you move it just hurts in a way that you can't distract yourself like you feel it fully but it was bad but i kind of knew that i'm going to feel this pain i knew that it's going to be better and better it's going to get better so i just kept taking it in and uh, yeah i think it was like first time i felt that kind of pain because it's super intense and it's constant that the problem was it was constant it's not like it comes and goes it's constantly hurting and you feel that pain like it doesn't go away and there's nothing you can do to make it better and then the nurse comes and she's like there is a pain uh, injection but i only suggest you to use it if it's extreme pain and you can't hold it any longer and i don't know i guess my ego didn't want to say yeah do it my ego is like i can take this pain i can take this pain so i just kept taking it and i told no need for the injection and then the next day was what i was like most fearful for because that was the day that they're going to take the tube out from my penis wait all this time it's still inside yeah it's still inside and are you feeling something yeah cuz when the anesthesia wore off it was like there and i could be feeling like your... yeah it was funny because like my friends came to like uh see me in the hospital and none of them know that it's there so every time they come i'm like hey uh, do you want to see my knee cuz there's a blanket on me right i was like do you want to see my knee yeah They're okay and then i just take my <laughs> blanket off they see this tube on my penis so that was fun but should i get more graphic please do yeah so what happened the next day morning was when i woke up i got a boner and i have the tube inside my penis and there's a bo- i have a boner and my mom is in the same room and so there's like two things right one is the knee and when i have a boner in the tube i can't like sit still so every time i move to make it feel better my knee hurts so i'm just like constantly like moving and screaming and my mom comes over she's like what happened what happened let me see I was like, no. <laughs> that was so awkward because I'm like, she's like, what happened? I'm like, no, no, it's just the knee. It's kind of paining a lot right now. Because how do I tell him? 
Oh my god, what a bad bad. And then the nurse came to take it out. And she said, uh, so I was like super scared for this. Like the knee pain I was like okay with. But then the I asked the nurse, is it going to hurt? And she's like, like straight up, she looks at my face and she's like, it's going to really hurt. They, when they pulled it out, it was like my soul came out of my body. Like I knew it's going to hurt. So I was like holding myself back from screaming. But they pulled it out just like that? Or no, no, like they slowly, 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 but like not super slow. So when they pulled it out, it was like my soul coming out of my body. And I just, I was screaming. Like, you know, I was holding back from screaming, but I couldn't. I just, I just screamed. Screamed or screamed? One of them. And then things got like I could go back home. So after the surgery for one or two days, you'll be in the hospital and then you go home. The hard part is the day after the surgery, you have to start walking. Like you have to get up and move your leg constantly because uh, your knee, your leg loses muscle. Like they took a graft from your hamstring. So your knee is, your leg is going to lose muscle very quick. If it takes three months to build up muscle, it can go in a day, especially when you're the completely bettest. And yeah, so the physiotherapy starts from the very next day. They move your leg. They make you like get up and walk around with like a walker. So that hurts, especially in the beginning. And then you go home, you start, you need people around you. That's when you feel like you're very dependent on your, whoever's there, your family or your friends. Because even if you have to go to the toilet or if you want to get on bed, especially the first one or two weeks, you can't do it by yourself. And it really humbles you. Because you're like, you might think you're like something big, but now you're a person who can't even go to the toilet alone. And sitting down on the toilet is painful because you have to keep your knees straight. And so think about every time you move your leg, it hurts. So you have to continue doing all these things, but it's just painful. Then it starts getting better. You start keep going to, you have to keep going to physiotherapy and do these exercises because now you have to make sure your left leg or the injured leg is back to its normal strength, which takes nine months. Which is why they say like you need nine months of like physiotherapy so that your knee is at least 90-95% the same as your right leg. So constant physiotherapy and you have to eat right and basically stick with whatever plan your physiotherapist tells you to do. But what was the food like? Was it Something a bit extra because of your surgery just to recover it? Uh, the doctor told me to like have protein, a lot of protein to build the muscle. But uh, I'll be honest, I didn't really follow the physiotherapy or the diet properly, which is why I'm not fully recovered even now. It's still weak, but I started playing again. I started doing everything normally. The one thing I can't do is I can't bend my leg completely. But hopefully I get back on physio and get better but the journey was nine months uh nine months I, for me it's still going on because i don't consider myself fully recovered okay yeah and it's completely my fault because i didn't do the physiotherapy properly so right now i would say my left leg is maybe 40 percent weaker than my right leg okay so let's just take this nine months with surgery and physio within nine months you're perfectly all right is it a situation where you opt for not doing the surgery and you re and you recover by yourself with body healing within maybe two or three years? Is that a possibility? So it's not a possibility because the ligament 
is not something that can connect back to itself like bones can heal but ligaments once it's torn it's done it doesn't get connected back no matter how much rest you do so you can opt for not doing the surgery if you are not planning to do any sort of sport or any sort of running or any of that then you don't have to do the surgery you can just do the physiotherapy and get better but if you want to do anything not even high level even like amateur football you have to do the surgery because because what happens is now you don't have a important ligament in your bone when you put more and more pressure there are other ligaments around that tears as well then your knee caps like it's just like you get more injured the more stress you put on you without surgery so basically the person who doesn't offer surgery he or she just has to walk that's it yeah there's no other physical activity because even i'm assuming sitting down would also be it's, it's fine yeah yeah but it's possible to sit down on the floor yeah you can because okay it's and mainly sports that you can't do okay yeah okay which involves it on me running and change of direction jumping all of these things because like for example jumping puts stress on your knees sitting down does not put any stress on your knees but it does put a stress yeah like for a long period of time for example if you're using the western toilet uh-huh. you are sitting for depends on the person but just say for 10 minutes yeah. for 10 minutes you're in that l shape yeah uh that is not really stress on the knee like when you're running your whole weight is now being on one leg yeah that is stress or when you jump there's force on your yeah, impact is yeah. on the knee but sitting down is like there's no impact on the knee it's just in one position for a long time true 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 it's also the knee but it's maybe 20% of the knee and the other parts of the body are also carrying your weight yeah okay so so how do you prevent any cl let's say for football because you're the best example over here for that yeah so the main thing that anyone playing any level of football should do is warm up because when you warm up you can prevent a lot of things like your body is more prone to injury if you don't warm up and play so that is one step the second is preparing your body by going to the gym if you are playing football like strengthening your legs but even if you go to the gym you need to warm up definitely yeah you have to do like anything that you're exerting your body for you should always warm up so especially for uh, acl specifically your hamstring should be really strong your thighs your whole leg should be really strong so there are exercise exercises to like make your leg strong but also you have to do another sort of exercises which is not just weightlifting which is plyometrics which is like jumping and jumping and turning direction like all of these things because then you have lesser chances of getting injured maybe you could still get injured like there are so many football players who do all of these things but still get injured but the chances of you getting it is significantly lower i wish you a speedy recovery thank you i hope i do get back to the gym and recover soon yeah see you back in the football field with full fitness as well yeah thank you so much for joining me today have a lovely day nandri